culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Raglan. Hey, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Raglan. Thanks for listening. Our guest today is uh, continuing our tradition of gorgeous, funny people. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell by the laugh. It's it's Mather Zickle. It's Mather Zickle, everybody. Mather, thanks for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> He is just as handsome in person, everybody. Getting a little across the table. Sorry, sorry. I'll just look over in the other direction. We need to tell everyone where we are. We always, we're never going to learn to be good business people because we always blow our whole production budget on just location. Mm -hmm. And today we are podcasting from the beautiful Mount Olympus. We are indeed. It's gorgeous. It is nice up here. Culver City. It's. uh... Hey, (laughs) Mather. No, Mount Olympus. Oh, Mount Olympus. Where the gods live. Oh, oh, I thought. No. since we're in the hills up here, I thought right. you would refer to it as... <clears throat> you, we just picked you up in Culver City, and then the private jet flew us. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought those were yeah, Baldwin Hills we were going to. Oh, no. no, no. no we went very okay. far. I just gave you an ambient in that champagne. <laughs> Mama's special nighty-night cocktail. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't ever drink that. <laughs> so, did you guys hear about Lindsay Lohan? Oh, my <laughs> <What>? God. <laughs> really? Uh, she woke up without her pants, too. <laughs> so you. bizarre. Oh, poor Lindsay. Things have gotten bad for her. Do you guys follow Lindsay Lohan at all? Um, not so much, but I, I mean, my, my girlfriend watches a lot of really crappy TV, so oh. I, I keep seeing Lindsay Lohan on the, on the yeah. TV a lot, and... I don't know. I, I like. She, I don't know. It's like, what, what are they chasing her around about now? What did she do? Well, I guess she's. she's always, she always did something. She's done some things, and the worst thing is, so she got. She in jail? No, that's the problem. She's not showing up to court about the thing where she had. She hit someone vehicle with a car or something, and she had right. cocaine on her. Yeah. She missed her appointment for the third time for shopping. Like she was photographed shopping mm-hmm. when she was supposed to be there, and then last night she some pictures leaked of her with guns, like. For a photo shoot, mm-hmm. it's just—it's all very disturbing. I, mean, I, I understand that though. Sometimes you have a coupon; and it's going to expire. Yeah. And if you don't go and use it, you're right. What? You know? Lindsay's just being smart with it. She money. is. She's being. Here's to you, Miss Lohan. Yeah, she knows a good deal. <laughs> you know, she knows a sale when. Yeah. Know, she sees it. It's kind of sad. I just wish she would just start making movies again and being normal. Because she was great. Do you? Yeah. You do. Well, I don't you know. Really? I mean, I like. I thought she was Mather fine. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the like the top of my priority list. <laughs> cool. Put your own career on hold. Let's, let's get work Lindsay. For Lindsay. Yeah, let's work on Lindsay. Herbie the love bug. Am I right? Lindsay's coming in next week for this, right? And yeah, hopefully. If she if, she's if, not, if she shows up, God, if she's not yeah. Yeah. Oh. skinny little hoe. J.K. Lindsay, I'm sure you're not. I mean, I know you're thin. You're very thin. I don't want to give her a complex. She's got enough on her hands. I, I like that you're assuming that she would ever listen to this. And isn't she Wait. partying with um, 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 Kate Gosselin? Was, was oh, that no. no was that, am I wrong about that? I or, hope so. Though, like Kate, Got- you know, when get, Kate, John and Kate split yeah. up, and I thought Kate Gosselin was sort of hitting the town. I and, think she uh, did hit the town. If she hit that town with Lindsay Lohan, I've got to see it was, it was someone like that. Like, she was oh. kind of, I don't know. Kate. I mean, it wasn't Paris Hilton. It was like, you know. 
She was cruising around in some in the bad girls club. Ex- in the bad girls club. Oh yeah. no, Ooh, that's terrible. That'd be like that giant critters ball in Critters Two. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I, I do know what you're talking about. Little critters roll together. Yeah, yeah. They make a ball, destructive ball that rolls around, people up. I mean, a critter ball sounds cute to me. No, it's not good. No, it's not good at all. It rolls over cows and eats them whole. Critters would tear up Mount Olympus like that. They sure would. Oh, worse than Thor. Where are you when we need you, Mm -hmm. Thor? Is that wrong or right? (laughs) Uh, I don't think Thor hangs here so much as Zeus. um, I can ask him later. He'll he'll be here. (laughs) (laughs) He'll drop in. (laughs) Uh, Zeus is such a dick. Right? He really is. Plus, he knows nothing about pop my culture. He's no, no, terrible no, no, on this no. podcast. No, he's really what? <laughs> Lindsay who? <laughs> oh, Zeus, you're so out of it. Silly mortals. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry we talked about Lindsay Lohan. I don't feel good about But I'm not sorry that we talked about Critters 2. I'm not either. I'm excited <laughs> to see it. <laughs> Critters 2, I, I used to, movies. well, I used to love horror movies, you know, I, and I still love horror I, if that kind of falls into the horror oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Well, category. I don't know. But I was a little, I think it was a little old by the time Critters... And Critters 2 sort of rolled around, you know, like uh, Gremlins after Gremlins, you know, oh. I was really, that was the, uh, did you they know. freak you out? No, I mean, they did. I mean, Gremlins is actually kind of gross. It's Freaked kind of a gross. Me out. Movie. It is but like, gross. I was a little old at that point, you know, yeah. it wasn't like scary in the way, you know. What was scary like. to you? To me? Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry to, to put you on the spot. No, no. We don't have to talk about that. Uh, there was, I was terrified of Halloween 2, the original. Because uh, I think I don't remember when the first Halloween came out, but I remember when Halloween two came out. I was I was terrified of Michael Myers, um, and then like I had another good scare. You, know, uh, you ever seen the movie uh, Jacob's Ladder? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I saw that when that came out. That is actually I think I saw it on TV, but it was not long after. Is it so scary? Oh, it's scary! <laughs> it's it is a great. Guy, it is a great <laughs> movie. It is a very underrated kind of. You know, it's it's sort of a thriller, psychological oh, thriller. Oh, that's the scary. It's kind of like, like if David Lynch had some direction in his films a little more. Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of creepy and weird and scary, and, and but it's, it's yeah. definitely got follows a narrative structure a little Yikes. more. Yeah, a little more popularly yeah. accessible. Um, but it's it, it scares me. Like some of the things, like I still watch it, you know, and it, even though it's it's 20 some odd years old now I mean it, like it still looks scary to me I wonder if it's on Netflix instant I, it, oh yeah probably yeah, is definitely I'm Netflix, writing this yeah. down yeah that one's pretty screwy terrifying you know what movie kind of scares me a little bit is uh, Fire in the Sky did you guys ever see what that, that? No. it's an alien abduction movie that came out in the mm-hmm. early 90s I want to say that had I think D.B. Sweeney <gasps> James Garner's any person the sheriff mm-hmm. uh, and, and basically it's like it's like it's supposed to be a true story or whatever about these guys that was or abducted or whatever like out in the woods and uh there's only like of the 90 minutes of it i'd I'd say that maybe 20 minutes actual actual alien footage in it the rest is just them like drinking in bars and like yeah being mad at each other but there's a sequence where one of them flashes back to being dragged through the mothership basically and and he's Uh like drugged or something and he can't like scream it's like what happened to mather when we took him here exactly (laughs) but he's being literally like he's literally (laughs) being dragged down this hallway um, it's it's really like yeah, they throw a slab and do things to him. It's just really, really upsetting. Yikes! It's it's what they do. It's what they do. Yeah, it's what they do. I it's mean, how many way. times do we have to hear? You know, like do we have to be told that? I believe when the aliens way. come, they're going to drag you down the hall. They're the going to put some things and they're going to put something you. in the poop chute, yep. and they're going to on a table. And so like, just be prepared. Like, it's going to be bright white. Mm-hmm. And they're going to pretend like you're nothing more than a piece of baloney. That's right. But then they they erase your. 
memory. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so you remember it. So you remember. That's what's been funny to me, the, the mm. concept that the aliens would travel all this way. Mm-hmm. Basically just to take a look up there. You know Take a look at that. Yeah, they're that's fascinated the with something up in our butts. They <laughs> love human anai. I guess Anal say. media. And uh, that's well, I, I've actually do. I've done that. You've looked up a butt. I've looked up my own butt. Oh, with a mirror? Nope. How did you do it? I had <laughs> not a, that I did it uh, like that. This isn't appropriate for this kind of show. Yeah, I think it's really well. I you know I, I have uh, you know I've had some digestive problems okay. over the years, and, and this is actually years ago when I was even you know I was I was like. My early twenties or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I had a, a little colonoscopy, and you know, I they, I, you know, I was medicated right. but awake, aware, and I was just lying on the table, and then they're checking up my, you know, Bottle. checking up my, my pipes, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, turn turn the TV, turn the monitor this way. I want to see it like, and I was watching it. I was watching oh a camera gosh. go up my Ooh. own intestine, and I was just like. You have been abducted. Darvisset or whatever they were (laughs) hitting me with, you know, and uh, yeah, it was like abducted. And then I could see, you know, they took they took a biopsy. So I'm watching this camera, you know, and I see this tiny little, you know, this 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 hook, you know, something (laughs) fasten itself to the wall of my colon. And my body is so tight, and and I could feel it, and I could feel it, and it was like a little tiny like. And I could see it on TV at the same time, and I was like, I, I, I you know, it was just, it, it was humbling. Wait. It was a very humbling. Kind of, wow. And didn't uh, FX? You might want to, you might want to take or? this whole section out. This is inappropriate. For, I think this is great. <laughs> like, I've been trying to create a catchphrase for two days. This is day two, yeah. and it's just anal media. But you can say it for all sorts of things. Like I've been looking into some anal media, yeah. but you have to move on really quickly. And see, this was a great example of anal media. Yeah. So we can't cut it out because now people no, are going to be saying it. And we need something for the aliens to watch when they take us over. Mm-hmm. And they'll be really into yeah. the anal media. Something they want to watch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, some, you know, Save those tapes, Matter. <laughs> Mark them for the aliens. Oh, boy. I'm for the aliens. Uh, I've never looked up my own butthole. Never been so lucky. Wow. <laughs> It's great. I mean, it's like, you know, Dennis Quaid in inner space. Just, <laughs> it looks exactly like that. It's the same thing. It's no, the same seriously. Thing. Yeah. Which I'm surprised they never made a sequel to that movie. It just seems like something that they would do, you know? Like, uh, that they seem to be sequelizing they, everything. Now. Yeah, they kind of did it. Oh. <laughs> like, they, they got, you know, most of the digestive system and a lot of the circulatory system. I mean, you know, what else can you look at? That's true. Not that much. No. That's it. Hello. It's over. Gah. Watch over the stomach, I said. Right. Back to the anal media. Speaking of, uh, of sequels, and since we're here at Mount Olympus, it oh, makes it's sense. Uh, they've already greenlit a Clash of the Titans 2. Mm. Um, mm. Which, <laughs> I'm amused. <laughs> of course. I, I, I went and saw it in 2D because mm. I didn't feel like paying the extra for the crap. I was like, what's a 2D 3D? theater? I get it. Mm-hmm. That's just a movie theater. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing you guys in 2D. Nope. 3D. Mm-hmm. You it's, guys are in 3D. 3D is so friggin' expensive. Like, <laughs> but not for me right now. Uh, right now it's free for you. That's I just right. touched Cole. He was so close I could reach out and touch him in 3D. <laughs> you can go back to your store now. Well, it's just like, okay, I, there's, there's a movie theater by my house, which yeah. I, I, I go to a lot, which I like. But it's like the normal ticket price is $13. That's mm-hmm. just for a normal movie. It's reserved seating. Yuck. 1350 actually. For a matinee? Or for a theater. Matinee is slightly che- cheaper, but yeah, Filming it's only night. slightly cheaper. I don't think like they $10. even did matinees anymore. Like they barely do. I, I, I paid $12 to see the 
backup plan yesterday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Talk about did. anal media. Is that... <laughs> oh, that was no good. Did you back up to the box down office down and get a refund? Sure. Or... My, my dinner backed up to my face. It was so sad. <laughs> oh, Ew. God. I'm sorry to bring this up. I'm it so really mad right now. It backup plan. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> You were saying, Man, well, well, the thirty fifty is is the is the base fee, right? Yeah. If oh. you want to see something in three D, in real three D, they call mm-hmm. it a real yeah. D. It's a five dollar surcharge on top of the ticket uh, price for the in case you break the glasses or whatever, or just because they know they can just because just they, they get they that D-dags. from it. If you want to see it in IMAX three D, and it's a fake IMAX screen, it's one of those that's not really seventy feet or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like a normal screen that is you know lives up to IMAX's standards. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Uh, if you do that, it's a seven dollar surcharge. <gasps> so you could go see, say, Clash of the Titans in. 3D on an IMAX screen is twenty dollars and fifty cents. Yucky! It's awful. And then they wonder mm-hmm. how they're breaking all these box office records all the time now. Well, if you're paying seven dollars more, yeah, well, people yeah. are paying for it. it. I mean, you know, that is ridiculous. I mean, you know, I I, I sucked it up and went to Avatar, and, and, and did, did I? It. And did you not, Cole? No, I did. Oh. You were quiet. You're not usually quiet. I was like, Cole has a secret. <laughs> Which, you know, actually, and I, it was something I didn't want to necessarily because I don't usually go to see the, the big event movies. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I actually had a great time, and I thought it was actually a perfect 3D movie, just the, the, the construct yeah. of the story. It really is, yeah. You know, because you already feel strange watching it. You feel like you're scuba diving. <laughs> That's what 3D makes you feel. It feels like yeah. scuba diving. It's just like... You know, you might get sick. You know, it's just like you can't. What's happening? You're like, it's, things are coming around for me. Yeah, it's just. Um, but I thought it was, uh, you know, I, I was glad I saw that in 3D than some other movies since there's a con, you know, the construct of waking up into different realities yeah. and consciousness. And yeah. Because it, it, you already have that, you, you know, you, you start to feel feeling. that woozy feeling already. Yeah. Um, I saw so. How to Train Your Dragon in 3D, and that was good. I heard that that's good. Yeah, it was so good. I was so surprised. I wasn't into it or anything. Like, from the previews, I thought it looked like kind of like a Shrek-y kind of movie. No offense to Shrek, but mm-hmm. I've seen three of them, and that's enough. I'm okay to take offense to Shrek. You can go there. <laughs> and if you okay. like fart jokes, animated, yeah. go yeah. see the Shrek That's there. what I heard. I heard there's a lot of... Yeah. There's no... Yeah. no no pooty. I don't like to say the F word. There's no pooty jokes in um, mm-hmm. How to Train Your Dragon. Dragon. That's for little kids, too. I mean, yeah. like, that's... It's you know, such you don't, a... You don't it, want to do it's that. great. You guys should see it. It's so good. The story is great, and it's beautifully done. I'm not going to see it. Heather. <laughs> Just he is going to see it. He's going to see it. He's going to see it today. Heather's playing a game with us. He's on his way to see How to Train Your Dragon. What, Cole? No. Nothing. Okay. Clash of the Titans. Oh, yeah. Bad movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't get Sam Worthington. Maybe I'm the only guy that doesn't do it, get it, but he's the guy, the main guy in Avatar. And who? Oh, okay, um, right, right. He, he's in Terminator okay. Salvation 2, which I have not yet seen. Maybe everybody's saying, oh, you got to see Terminator Salvation. He's the, the glue for that movie, even though I've heard it's terrible. Um, I don't get it. He just seems like this kind of this. Was he in the, you mean the, the Christian Bale? Movie? Yeah. Yeah, he's in that. I fell asleep in that movie. I didn't I forget going, like, I went into it, and about a half hour in... I don't, you know, not necessarily because it was so loud. Really? And yet, it's incredibly loud. Term, like It's just nothing but, boom, you know. Boom. Yeah, yeah. It's a shrapnel hitting, you know, body armor or whatever. And it's just, uh, it's, but I slept through the whole thing. I missed the entire movie. You literally fell asleep. Yep. Oh, I my gosh. I was out for at least an hour. So you don't get Sam Worthington either. 
I, I guess not. I, I don't. I don't even. I'm not even sure what Sam Worthington. He's the like. main guy in Avatar. That's yeah, all that the, I can the remember. Primary from. dude. Yeah. Um, he was and then cute. he plays Perseus in the Clash of the Titans. He's Percy. Okay. But he just seems to me just like this total plank, like this just grunty, like I'm humorless, like but not very but that, good. You know, I mean that that might be true, but like you know, it's it's kind of hard to tell in those kinds of movies. That's, and that's they all really, they've given they're, him. They're kind of limiting. Yeah. You know. I mean, I you know, if I was in one of that, I wouldn't know what to do. You know, I would just be like, how do you say those lines? How do you like... <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would just barely you know, open my mouth and talk like that. Unless you have, like, you know, the great villain role where, you know, they really get to ham it up or whatever. And do the laugh. Yeah, like uh, like Stephen Lang did or... In, uh, right, you in know, Avatar. In Avatar. Um, yeah. So, Clash of the Titans 2. Bad idea. I'm, I don't think the Greeks wrote a sequel to <laughs> Clash of the Titans. Wait a minute. Can someone fact Maybe check Maybe this one me? will I... just uh, concentrate on Bubo, the mechanical owl. Well, CJ, my girlfriend, you know, mm-hmm. saw Clash of the Titans. I didn't see it, but she, she went. And I think they, they make some reference to Bubo. He has a cameo. Is a cameo, and she was like, "Yeah, boob!" And she started like clapping. No one else in the theater clapped. They're like, "Oh, boob, boob, boob!" Yeah, I did too. Basically, they're like they're armoring, they're armoring up to get ready to go on their expedition, and all of a sudden, uh, Perseus reaches into a thing and pulls out Boobo. He's going, "What's this?" And then the guy is leading the expedition rolls his eyes and goes, "I'll just leave it." Yeah, really? just, we don't need it. Yeah, so it's a nice, it's a nice little cameo from Bubo. But I actually have a shirt. I got a vintage Bubo iron on on eBay many years ago, and yeah. I have a shirt that's just Bubo. It says Bubo, Clash of the Titans. It's like one of my favorite things in the world because he's so myth. awfully annoying. But Bubo yeah, is not in the Greek myth, though. I mean, yeah, here again, not. I in think the story. Bubo is. He was there from the very beginning. Bubo's in the Bible. Fact check it. Fact check. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Get back to us, minion. Um, well, Bubo's here at Mount Olympus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> He's a little more, no, Bubo. A little more R2-D2-ish in your world. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I don't like Bubo. There, I said it. You said that it. movie freaked me out. The original Clash of the Titans, I just saw it recently. Yeah. And it just did not do it for me. There's a laser Pink Floyd show behind Zeus. <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I kept looking around, and I you, don't. You didn't get know it. that they filmed at a planetarium. They, <laughs> they did. They did the <laughs> planetarium in New York City. Yeah, it's it's like, not their fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't get it. I don't get this. I love the original, stuff. but I think it's more so because of Harry, Ray Harryhausen's effects. Yeah, which are just amazing. Wait, he did the lasers, no doubt. He did all the stop motion. He did the little the scorpions and the, not the lasers. Probably not the yeah, lasers. Okay. I don't really think he's responsible for the lasers. He's got to pass on this one. Yeah, but uh, that 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 movie didn't do so well. It didn't. Originally. It was a big, flop. and it was long. It's, yeah, really, it's really long. long. It's got all these great actors in it, like all these like British thefts you know, in it's it. Like Lawrence Olivier paying the bills. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I think he was. I think he was kind of broke. Oh really? Or not bro- maybe not broke, but, but like he was for Lawrence Olivier broke. Yeah, I, I, it might have been. It was one of the last movies he he ever did, you know. And it was, uh, but I, I I think he really needed the cash. <laughs> did you ever see that movie, My Favorite Year? With yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, that's. Yeah. I think that's supposed to be like kind of based on Olivier. Harold, oh. uh, Errol Flynn, I think. Is it right? Flynn? Yeah, okay, yeah that makes Errol sense. Flynn. That makes sense. Um, that's a great movie. You should see that. If I you have seen it. that movie. Yeah, I love it to death. Peter O'Toole's amazing yeah. in that movie. He's so funny. I love Peter O'Toole. He's great. He really is great. He's always been. Did you? Uh, see, what was the what was that small film that came out a couple of years? Oh, Venus? Venus. Yeah. I didn't see that. He was excellent. So good. I, w- I was hoping he would win for Venus. Like, yeah, I, know, me too. I guess it was sort of a long shot, the way the Oscars are rigged or whatever, but uh, 
I thought he was he was just what a great performance. He's so good, and he's never won an Oscar. He got an no. honorary Oscar. He hasn't. He never. Jennifer has. Hudson has an Oscar, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Peter O'Toole does not. Well, that's a step in the right direction. Right. If, if Peter O'Toole had a 40-year career, and we'll see what Jennifer Hudson... She had 40 pounds of weight loss for Sex in the City. Oh, man. <laughs> Take what you will, America. Hmm. Poor Jennifer Hudson. Um, well, there's a really big movie they're making right now. Oh, it's yeah. It's a very important film, and yeah. thank God it's, it's finally coming to the screen, and that's the Smurfs movie. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Um, it's it's going to be... It's got such a good cast. It's got an epic cast. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris and then uh, Jim Amaze from uh, Glee are like the live-action characters. Okay. Uh, the rest Oh, is, there's live-action characters. Yeah. They're live-action. Why? I don't know. I guess they that find That wasn't the in the original in the Greek Central mythology. In the Central Park or something. Like, oh, I, man. I don't get oh, that. Oh, it's right. like what happened to the Squeakle. I mean, the Chipmunk movie. The Squeakle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Elvin and the Chipmunks 2 is not the best squeakle that there is. What's the best squeakle? Be uh, an American Tale 2, Five Will Goes West. Oh, that uh, is a good that's squeakle. probably the best squeakle. Because, <laughs> you know, that needed to go west, oh, I thought, yeah. when I saw the first one. I think they did Please another Stuart Little west. movie or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Stuart Little 2 is a pretty good squeakle. <laughs> or um, um, Ben. Ben's a good squeak wool. Willard's a good, a squeak, good squeak, squeak make. Ooh, Willard that is, is a great creepy. squeak make. It really is. I, I saw, like nobody saw that That's movie. A freak I feel squeak. like that is, that so is a freak, freak squeak. Squeaky. It really is. Uh, Crispin Glover was. <laughs> he was himself. That's he what was I terrifying. Think. In I think really he was that creepy. Yeah, he was so crazy yeah. in that movie. It was... Yuck. He, Crispin Glover, I think is probably certifiable. Like he does these weird yeah. slideshow presentation mm-hmm. things that where like. He set up in San Francisco and places too because mm-hmm. we thought about like trying to see about him doing our our comedy festival mm-hmm. at some point because we're like oh it's kind of funny and weird but it's just like it's so bizarre you don't know what you're like, getting like you don't know what's no, gonna happen you have no idea like, really... the slides are like here's a dead rat yeah. um, like, <laughs> it's the weirdest stuff yucky he, he was selling art for a while he probably still makes you know mm-hmm. and he's he's an artist so I, I like and I, I think uh, in the 80s or whatever like he he, he would just like. He, he was selling art out of his apartment. He would just, like, leave, leave a phone number, you know, if you wanted to contact. And it was his, like, home phone. His direct number? So you just call it and be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, hi, can I come over and look at the art? Okay. Well, when would you like to go? Yeah. Which is well, kind of excellent. Like, that's pretty awesome. And this was after, like, you know. Um, back to the Future. Um, yeah, Back to the Future and all that kind of stuff. And uh, River's Edge. and you know, Pre-Willard. I, would, I, I, I was hoping Willard would, would get a little more uh, a little more action. I remember seeing him on an interview. I think it was Letterman for Willard, when like a press him? thing. No, no. not. It was just creepy. One. Like, everyone was uncomfortable. Everyone, well, he took a kick at Letterman, like, back, you know. A literal kick? Yeah, and not, not during the Willard period, yeah. but back, you know, right. in the early 90s or late 80s or whatever. And, oh, my God. Yeah, like, it, it got a little crazy, and I think, you know, he, he tried to karate to kick Letterman. I think oh. I recall that. Yeah. <laughs> it's only on the uh, Pop My Culture podcast will you seamlessly go from Smurfs to Crispin Glover like yeah. that. No problem. Um, but speaking of Smurfs, uh, <laughs> the cast is kind of ridiculous. This is this is what I believe they are. Katy Perry is voicing Smurfette. I don't know who's Katy Perry. Um, she, uh, she kissed a girl. And she liked it. Okay. That pop singer. That pop now singer. she's engaged okay. to Russell Brand. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Winters. Breasts. The great Jonathan Winters is voicing Papa Smurf. Jonathan Winters. Jonathan Winters. Wow. She's pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, Anton Yelchin. From Who is that? He was in the um, Star Trek 
reboot. Mm. Oh, wait, the one that came out that I saw? <laughs> the one that people that don't watch Star Trek saw? Yes, the one saw? that made lots of money because yeah. there's lots of I love that effects. movie. Boom. He's Chekhov in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's voicing Clumsy Smurf. Okay, sure. Uh, Hank Azaria is Gargamel. That's okay. going to be fun. Good. Uh, George Lopez is Grouchy Smurf. Grouchy Smurf. Mm. <laughs> That's how they'll write the whole thing. Cartoons are so racist. It's going to be so now, bad. Will they let him riff? Will they let him riff? <laughs> hey, I'm not going to do my impression. It's going to be offensive. And I've gone this far without saying something too offensive. <laughs> uh, Alan Cumming is voicing Gutsy Smurf. Alan Cumming and Crispin Glover. Now there would be a pair for Willard too. Just saying. For some I'm reason, I don't think that it's going to get greenlit. <laughs> I've got some funds of mine. The first own. one underperformed. Uh, Keenan Thompson from Saturday Night Live is Greedy Smurf. Mm-hmm. Uh, also from SNL, Fred Armisen is Brainy Smurf. Mm-hmm. That I can see. That seems very pretty good, good. Very good. BJ Novak from The Office is Baker Smurf. Uh, Jeff Fox. Do they need all these Smurfs? They really do. There's well, so many Smurfs. My, my brother, Smurfs. my little brother, collected Smurfs, and he had over a hundred. They were all different personalities? They were all different Smurfs, yeah. yeah. Whoa. And um, here's a little tidbit. Um, uh, ben Grant, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, from Reno 911 yeah. and, and yep. other things, was, when he uh, was a kid, he, uh, he grew up in Tennessee. Uh, we, you know, we've been friends for a long time, so I have this kind of dirt on him. But uh, he had a um, Smurf display at the Knoxville World's Fair <laughs> when he was about 12 years old. Oh, my gosh. That's he had that the biggest collection of Smurfs, apparently. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm from Tennessee. So, I, yeah. yeah, maybe that was before my time, I think. Damn. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, maybe there's a picture of me with those Smurfs. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah. You know, at a young age. Yeah. Wow. So, you anyway... <laughs> So there's that. Who else? That? Uh, Jeff Foxworthy is voicing Handy Smurf. I always liked Handy Smurf. Handy Smurf's good. Handy and Hefty were kind of my favorite Smurfs. The, I do like the Smurfs, though. I don't know if I'm going to love the, you might be a Handy Smurf if. That's probably going to start happening. Um, <laughs> oh, but it's already blue collar. Get it? Because Smurfs are blue. Uh, so okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Okay. Minister Egg will be here all week. Take you got to take weekend. that note down because that's a good joke. Uh, speaking up. of jokes, Paul Rubin is Jokey Smurf. Oh, good! I like that. that. I'm glad that That's he's great. making a comeback. That's pretty rad. Yeah, he's great. Well, I, I guess they're in some way trying to match voices from the cartoon, from the oh, '80s cartoon. Are. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah, which you know had very they all had specific voices. Yeah, like so a lot of these people, like I can imagine them sort of sounding like the cartoons. Used to they talk. did sound. We had a uh, Paul Rubin's did uh, my festival a couple years back. Um, yeah, and he did like a conversation Q&A thing and uh, he dished some dirt on uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse that was just rad uh, yeah. I guess at that time like he was smoking a lot um, but he only did it like in the sound stage because he never wanted kids to see him with a cigarette because mm-hmm. of the little image or whatever mm-hmm. um, but he was like hardcore smoking at that point so um, they hid an ashtray inside Conky the robot <laughs> <laughs> so he would constantly ash into Conky oh my gosh that is so funny I felt so bad for the guy in the suit, uh, too. Just abused that guy. Yeah, Mr. Rogers used to do that with a little trolley. That <laughs> too. He would like... Take it off to imagination land. <laughs> Drop a button at fish tank or whatever, a little angel fish. If you look really carefully in uh, Captain Kangaroo, when all the uh, ping pong balls came down, there's a couple butts in there, too. A couple 
eight balls in yeah. there too. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, okay, a couple other Smurf voices. Uh, Wolfgang Puck is Chef Smurf. That's dumb to me. Yeah. His culinary insight will add so <laughs> will bring much. so much to the. Is that just so that this conversation will occur? Like, is that the reason that that happened? I think so. So people will be like, Wolfgang Puck, I love his salad. Well, I could tell there's I never knew Wolfgang Puck talked. <laughs> oh my God, let's go see this, honey. It's only $32. I know he makes a pizza, but he can speak. I'm in. <laughs> I really believed that Smurf was baking. Um, I could tell that his food was good. Uh, so fresh. <laughs> if we if we got to voice Smurfs, what ver- what Smurfs would we want to be? Does it have to be real Smurfs? No, you can make a Smurf up. Okay, it's media. That's what they kept doing. They just kept <laughs> they kept adding <laughs> occupations on to Smurfs. Okay. If you have one, you should go. I don't know mine. I'm thinking. Uh, I think I would be Notary Public Smurf. Oh, Notary Public. Smurf. Yeah. Well, that was what I was going to do. You know. I don't think you would have to do much. I wouldn't. It'd be a laid-back life in the Smurf Village. Occasionally, I have to stamp something. It'd be like, that's about it. You get paid when you do. That's $25. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Easy way to scratch out a Smurf living. (laughs) Notary public Smurf. I don't have one yet. I would be... Notary public Smurf. I'd probably be like, you know, pool cleaner Smurf. Oh, that's cute. So you, you could clean be my having pool. an affair with Smurfette, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. You and everyone yeah. else. I, I would drop by while she was, you know, sunning herself. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Smurfette. How awkward. Oh, Smurfette, I didn't see you in the pool. <laughs> You're just sort of blended in. No, excuse me. <laughs> you could be a snork. You know, remember snorks? Snork? Yeah, Another of course, cartoon that yeah. it was like if the Smurfs lived underwater, they had like little snorkels on their head. Really? Yeah. And there's one of them who didn't speak. He just made like noises. Yeah. <laughs> that was Vanessa doing that good impression. I would be um, puppy dog Smurf. Animal rescue Smurf. <laughs> you could be animal rescue Smurf. Animal, oh, good. Animal yeah. rescue Smurf. Like That's that. what I would be. Those dogs are going to be hard for me to get with my little Smurf mitten hand. <laughs> They're all huge. But someone better adopt Asriel or he's going to be put down. <laughs> We're taking him in, guys. I know it's weird. <laughs> Maybe census taker Smurf. Oh, that'd be good. Because in order to really get an understanding, yeah, of what's going on, you're like, wait a minute, yeah. how many Smurfs are here now? Like, I can't. Even I thought we were supposed to keep it at a hundred. That actually is true. That was one of the con- they used to have uh, comic books. I don't mm-hmm. know if yeah. you remember these. And one of them was like called. It, it's like the Smurfs were only supposed to have a hundred of them. Whoa! Were, and one of them. Some of those cartoons, were, the, those comic books, were very strange. Actually, and the dark stories were a little bit dark. And one of the Smurfs, some anonymous Smurf, <laughs> found a magic mirror or something where, like, a spell occurred, and his reflection came out. <gasps> so there was an extra Smurf. I recall that. Yeah. And he was trouble. You know, he was yeah. like bad boy. Smurf. He was a bad boy Smurf, mm-hmm. and uh, and like there were only supposed to be a hundred. I guess they don't reproduce, so and, and I guess they're immortal. I forgot what they did, but... Oh, um, shit. It got yeah. weird. It got a little weird, yeah. Now, I think it's a whole reason that... It's like you can't have any more than 100. So. Yeah, talk to him. Maybe I'm wrong, but isn't the whole reason that, that Gargamel is trying to capture the Smurfs is because he wants to throw them in his cauldron and they turn into gold? No. That's think, not it? I think because they're delicious. Is it because you want to eat them? Yeah, I think They're a delicacy? They're a delicacy. Oh, right. And the nice. cat, you know, Azrael definitely wants to eat them. He definitely does, yeah. yeah but I, th- I think they're just, yeah. Until I, don't think, I don't know eat. if it's gold. You know, I can't, I can't quite remember what, what Gargamel's problem was. 
Craig Mall just in a bad mood. Yeah. Maybe if oh we should write some fanfic later. Like if the gummy bears <laughs> got there mm. and you know they made some gummy juice and they put that into Gargamel's pot. I know. And then what? they hop on My Little Pony. Yeah. Like, Giddy up. Yeah, into the cotton candy so clown. We got an eighties childhood mashup. <laughs> oh god. Boom tika boom The eighties were like too much sugar candy. Like it's yeah. too much color and sugar candy, and it's really it's, it's, it's a, a nauseating way. decade in my opinion. <laughs> it really is. I, I think it reached uh, a boiling point when uh, Madballs got its own cartoon. What was Madballs? I don't even know what that is, but I, I guess I guess they're just like a candy. Madballs that... was like they were like these rubber balls yeah. that just had really grotesque faces on them. Okay. Oh, Madballs. Yeah. And you know you just bounce them around. They're really stupid. They started but... as a toy. And yeah, the they toy started as a toy, and then the toy got a cartoon and a comic book. Oh, Madballs. No. Mad balls, right? And that ran for five years. I'm sure. Something like Mad that. balls. <laughs> Gross. I'm not into it. Hey, okay, this is a horrible segue, and it's. I don't. Well, it's think like it's... breakfast cereals were starting to get their own cartoon show. Their oh one. yeah. Yeah. Wait. Like, like Cookie Jarvis or whatever would show would have like a half hour show or something. What about? Doesn't that Sugar Bear. that that a vampire? Man, have a show. Count Chocula. Count Chocula. Yeah, Count Chocula. He never did, but he should have. He really should have. He and Boo Berry. Yeah, they were fun. Oh, Frank and Boo Berry. There's this guy that orders those cereals, friend of a friend, because they only come out once at Christmas. Or I mean, at Halloween, I guess. Booberry. Yeah. And he like buys them by the case so that he can eat it all year. He's a grown up. Yeah, Booberry only comes out once in a while, I think. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine being like that, having that much thought that like this is going to make my year better. If I can just get my hands on enough of those booberries. Boo <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need booberries. I know a dude who's got a bunch of booberries. <laughs> You're going to have to put an anal probe on him, but. Yeah. He's in so, anal media. Backslash anal media. Okay, I was. I so, what is, what is your obsession with the Smurfs here? Why are you excited oh. about this? I, I don't know if I'm excited. I just saw the. You're thing too old for the Smurfs. About, yeah. I know you're too old for yeah, the Smurfs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much too old for the Smurfs. Well, when I heard they're making the movie, I was like, no, don't do that. Like, that can't they're, be They're good. for children. It, I mean, if it's like, going to be for, like, yeah. kids. You were grown up. Like, super kiddie. Yeah. It'll <laughs> be fine. But I was just like, why? It's not good, really. But um, it sucked you into its though it little did, world. I do feel like it actually had a jump the shark moment, which is when they um, introduced Johan and Pee-wee, the prince and the loop player that used oh. to hang around them. Yeah, and that reminds me of Flintstones. Why the fuck did that Martian keep coming Yeah, on? that's when they jumped uh, the great, what, uh, Gazoo? Great Gazoo. Yeah. yeah. That's when they jumped the shark or when Scrappy-Doo showed up on Scooby-Doo. There's always a moment where the cartoons take a turn for the worse. <laughs> The, yeah. the people that are like, we just it's need more pictures to draw. Let's I think, make up more pictures. <laughs> I think my thing with the Smurfs was I, I saw they were making a movie and I was like, ugh. And then I saw this cast that they're assembling to it like it's this gigantic Robert Altman movie or something. <laughs> 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 with, all these, you know, with all these people. Everyone's talking over each other. <laughs> <laughs> 20, kind of 20 Smurf yeah. conversations yeah. going on at the it's same like time. It's like a 20-minute traffic jam in all the Smurfs movie. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Gratuitous Smurf nudity for no reason. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it's just fascinating to me that the Smurfs is getting this kind of treatment. Like, that's what the... It doesn't surprise me. Team. I mean, like, the amount of... I don't know. Like, I, I just get irritated because, like, you... They, they, they will recycle any piece of bullshit. Well, like, they are now. Anything like, that every board had game. any kind of, you know, sales value at one time, mm-hmm. they'll be like... Everybody remembers this, right? You know, hey kids, remember like, this? They just keep trotting it out, and it's uh, it's lame because uh, you know, make make some new stuff. They're actually uh, they're working on a uh, Magic Eight Ball movie. I'm not kidding. Oh my god! That just about the Magic. Eight. They're yeah. working on a Candyland movie. Oh yeah, Candyland they've been working the on that for a while. Board yeah, game. This is like 
it's too much. Like these these are not movies. These are they're come candy. on, people. Just I mean, okay, look, I do hope that they make a trouble movie, but I don't think the technology is there yet for the pop bubble. bubble. Yeah. So until they do. They could just put Boobo in it. Boobo be Is great. that his name, Boobo? Yeah. Boobo. Hey, guys, I have a big problem. I don't even know. Well, I'll just say it quickly. I saw Heat last week um, for the first time. The Michael Mann movie? Yeah. The Nero Pacino movie? Yeah. Chino Panero. Chino. I cannot tell them apart. That is my really? issue. I really promise you, I'm not like making that up at all. And this person, John Irwin, was getting very mad at me because I cannot tell who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. And then one of them has a mole, but then I couldn't remember which that's, one has the mole. I think that's De Niro. You can't yep, tell I them made apart? Up, I can't tell them apart at all, but yeah. now I can because I You can't tell the them apart, you can't tell who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Because that is. Well, I think that's that, part that's, of the movie. That's part of the movie, isn't it? <laughs> oh, right? wait, never mind. I get it. <laughs> but as actors, you can't tell them apart. No, I can't tell them apart. But I, ha- I can now because I see the mole and I think nerd and I think De Nerdo. So I it's just, De Niro. I feel, other than both being kind of intense heavyweight actors, I don't really see that many They look exactly alike. They look exactly alike. And they sound exactly like they're always mad. They lose it yeah. a little bit. They get those wild eyeballs. Right. I don't think they sound alike. De Niro's. Okay, if I do my impressions, they both sound alike. Uh, I'll hear your Let's impressions. Let's do it. Hey. No, ready? Hey. Who was it? Neither one was. Uh, I feel like they were both Eddie Deason. <laughs> I don't think either one was. Eddie Deason makes yet another appearance on the Pop Mike <laughs> yeah, Culture Podcast. Yeah, I up a lot. But <laughs> I mean, De Niro's like, I don't know, he's a little little more like kind of intense, like quieter intense, where Pacino's more like, hooah, and is like... That's what that's, that's what I was told. But then in the next scene, guess who starts yelling? Oh, Andy Garcia. Yep, who's he? Those three are the, they're triplets. <laughs> Andy Garcia, let's not mess anything up here. Just... <laughs> they're just the... Well, okay, I'm only talking physical. Yeah. I can tell that Pacino... You know, they're all swarthy. They are swarthy. They're swarthy. They're, swarthy. they're intense. They're foreign, I think. Foreign. I can't be sure. No. I feel like they would all kill me or make love to me like I've never been loved before. I just saw Pacino on that um, uh, Dr. Kevorkian movie. Oh, like Jack. You don't How know was Jack. it? Uh, I, I think it was, it was uh, a bit long, but yeah. uh, I, I thought pretty good. I thought pretty good. And, you know, I mean, I've always, you know, I usually enjoy Pacino and... Um, you know, but it was, uh, it's really sad. It's a very, it's a painful movie, actually. It's like, uh, and, mm. and uh, but I, I thought uh, interesting and uh, uh, important. Yeah. It's an important issue, you know. So, Tubo it next time it's on. I'm going to put uh, that on my list, too. Mm-hmm. We had the poster pasted up in our house the from the magazine so that I could yeah. learn who he was. Who he was. Yeah. He'd be like. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, working. It didn't work. I think Pacino started getting really loud, for lack of a better word. I, I think I call it the uh, the Scarface break. Yeah, that makes his total career. Sense. So Pacino yeah. was in Scarface. He was Scarface, and Got it. Uh, he, you know, which was a very large, explosive yeah. performance. And I feel like since he did Scarface, which was like 1983, it, he, you know, he kind of. Got into go back. a rut in in a sense, like the, like he sort of fell into certain mannerisms again and again, and I think before Scarface, like he gave much more quiet and like reflective and 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 I think sensitive uh, performances. Oh my God! Someone just slid a, a watering can down uh, 
The gods, Zeus. It's the gods. Zeus wants me to water the plants. <laughs> Take care of our garden while we're away. There's like a hurricane going on outside here at Mount Olympus. Yeah, you know, it much. is windy city, yeah. my friend. That's true about Pacino, though. I feel like in things like Serpico and things like that in the 70s, it's just kind of quieter, like more thoughtful stuff. Yeah. And, and, now and he's then just... he did analyze that. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. So here's something I thought was kind of funny. Um, you know, Two and a Half Men is troubled right now, that show, because Charlie Sheen might just not come right back to it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but the funniest thing about it is uh, Joe Estevez... Uh, his uncle, Charlie Sheen's uncle, okay. who's basically like poor man's Martin Sheen, like okay. he looks like him and sounds like him, has offered two and a half men, like, I'll come on and play his uncle who's taking care of the kids while he's away. Ew, sleazy. Mm-hmm. So Charlie can leave the show for a while or for forever a and then I'll come in because that's oh, what people want to see. The gods are really angry. The gods are pissed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's just, that's really funny to me that, that that's the solution. Charlie Sheen. That's what where, I would where, do. Where, where is Charlie Sheen going? Does he have to go to rehab or yeah. anger management? Or... I think both of those things. And he's not, he's he not going to jail, just, right? So He's also just over mm-hmm. the show now and he like wants to leave it even though he gets like $2 million an episode yeah. or something. Which is another Ridiculous. great, like, oh, I'm glad that new ideas are happening. That show, okay, I'm not going to be mean. Maybe, I'm sure a lot of great people are working on that show, but so Char- I, it's my backup plan, if you know what I mean. If Charlie Sheen leaves the show, they'll just call it Two Men, right? <laughs> he was the half. Was, I think he was the half. <laughs> or one, one and a half men, right? right. 1.5 men. You, I think normally, but I think, I, I, to me, Charlie Sheen was the half man. Oh. oh I give credit to John Cryer. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. That's right. There it is. You always have an interesting thing. This show works on so many levels. Wow. I never thought about the show that way. Now I've got to start watching that show. Mather, are you ready to be um, loved? Just kidding. No. Oh, no. You need to work on that. I I need more therapy. Open your heart. Okay. Um, And your anal media. We're going to. Did it! (laughs) Too late! And done. Um. There's a part of the Pop My Culture podcast where mm-hmm. our scientist, Cole, you're not really a scientist, you're just a guy, he does research on you. Okay. Pretty heavy research. Okay. And he's going to um, quiz you, okay. for lack of a better word. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. I just had a thought, and then it was too late. It's just multiple choice. It was about the first. Or... Yeah. Well, we can do my questions after the first. Okay, let's do that. All right. There's one little thing we got to do. I shouldn't be in charge of saying that. I thought I'd try a segue. Story problems? This is the. the, We have to send this away. (laughs) Uh, We we do a thing in the podcast uh, called Pops or Firsts. Like we've done, you know, your first Friday movie, the uh, first. Celebrity crush. Things like that. Mm. Uh, So the question we have for you. who was your first celebrity or character alter ego? And I'll let Vanessa explain what she means okay. by that. Okay, so like when you were playing make-believe, the first person that was your go-to, or just for you talking in the mirror, like it can either be a famous person or a character in a show or a movie that you were like, yeah. Like I want to be that person. Yeah. Um, uh, well, probably, well, depends how far back you want to go. You know, I remember when, I, I definitely wanted to be Han Solo. Oh um, yeah, no, that was huge, but um, but I think even before that, if I can go back, you know, uh, I think I wanted to be uh, Cornelius from Planet of the Apes. Really nice. Whoa! Sure. 
And that we're going back to like nursery school, like age four. Five, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. How did that show itself in your life? Was it just something? Well, I, you know, about? at nursery school, me and my friend would play Planet of the Apes. And <laughs> I, I don't know how we did it, but like we were, you, you did know, it. I just, I definitely wanted to be Cornelius. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, that is a good one. Yeah. Did your teachers get mad when they heard you say damn dirty apes? <laughs> I was one of the apes. Oh, there you go. You would never say that. That would be sacrilegious. <laughs> you weren't bright eyes. <laughs> and that's, that's where I, I thought about that today. And I think yeah. for me, uh, it'd be one of two things. Um, always. always. There's always a two. Because I can never chronologically. Um, do it. One is, uh, there used to be an animated Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that thing? Yeah, yeah. And one of the guys had like a, like a bow and arrow that was like an yeah, energy yeah, yeah, bow yeah. and arrow. Yeah. So right. I would like run around the house with like a, like a towel cape. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> he was like the blonde guy, right? Yeah, the blonde dude. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, a hang- like a coat hanger, like a, uh, oh, that's a coat hanger. Like that. yeah, and you would yeah. just pull back on the hanger thing and it would look oh. like you were shooting, um, these little energy yeah, 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 yeah. So I, would, I, I like your version of that more than the, the cartoon. actual. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Looking back on the cartoon, not not so good. Yeah. At the time, well, I was a big know. Dungeons and Dragons guy, so um, you know. So when that cartoon, I was like, no, you don't get it. <laughs> you don't know my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. So you you were a role player when you were a kid. Yes. So was I. Yes. yes. Um. Did you just play straight up D anD D, or did you do lots of the offshoots? Um, I tried, you know, I, I sent, you know played around with a few of the the games, but uh, we actually, and, and this is like honestly, literally all through high school, uh, I played a a lot of Dragon Quest, which was okay. the <gasps> other. Mm-hmm. It was the other company, you know, who made. You know, it was a different yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Right. You guys don't have, but to it was a much better. That, right? I thought it was a much better uh, like set of rules. Like I thought it was right. a better designed game than Dungeons and Dragons. When you play these, are there... What is it? What is going on? This is a classic question. You can't can't really explain. It's very hard to... There's no... It's not magic. There's no cards, right? No. It's... There's there's dice. And there's... uh, Usually... There's like... There's a guidebook that you can use. So there's also companions, which are like basic little adventures you can buy that are all set up for one person has to be the dungeon master the other person who's basically running were you always the dungeon master no I didn't like being dungeon master <laughs> yeah, I didn't uh, like nobody liked being dungeon master there was always that one kid who was just like well, power my friend Peter Mack was you know a referee par excellence you know I mean, he was he would because you know and he would write these you know he, he basically almost he, he pretty much didn't finish high school because he was sitting at home he was such a good massive, dungeon master massive campaigns and really cool really complex Whoa. interesting and they would go on for years has he incorporated that into what he is now yeah he uh, he designs uh, video games he has oh, a that's small so perfect. Uh, boutique company in New York called uh, uh, Templar Studios oh and, my gosh that's yeah. such a good story yeah that's like yeah, so these, inspiring these, these adventures he never he on. never finished school in any way like he you know he was Kind he like, knew what he was doing. Yeah, like, and he was he was a little too smart for school, so yeah. he didn't, you know, spend the time on it. He just sort of did what he wanted. I love that. And these adventures could last weeks if they wanted to. They could just you just play for a couple hours, and you would stop, and then you'd come back to it or whatever. It was and, like it, it's like writing a story together, but there's rules. To but do you, you don't speak in character or wear costumes, you right? Can. You can. I didn't I, know. No, most people didn't go quite that way. That's what, like, I think you're sitting around a table like this. Yeah, so, so oh. basically the Dungeon Master would be like, here's a basic example. It was like, oh, you guys are walking through the glade and you come upon this monster. It's, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then what do you want to do? And then I'd be like, oh, my guy is going to attack him with his sword. Mm-hmm. All right, roll. 
And then um, you roll your dice, and depending on how well you roll, it would see if it did damage or not, or oh. if, if you screwed up and hurt yourself, or if the monster... I get it. Has, That's fun. Different monsters are differently hard to kill or hurt or whatever. But though all the rules, are, the rules are incredibly complex because they're, they're all... All the rules are based on like trying to create what the physical world might be like, you know, if you oh. were in that situation. So you're like... If you're this far away and you decide to use so this kind of weapon, so it's sort of different for then, everybody. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's you're Every trying to recreate. You know, it's like, well, the room's probably this big, and you you try to like create what mathematically like what Whoa. the situation would be, and that's where video that's, game programming. That's where that is, right? Yeah, like figuring actually. all that stuff out. And everybody has a different kind of character. That's a different mm-hmm. like class or race. Like I have an elven magic user, so oh. I'm good at casting spells, but I'm really weak. And if you get close to me, you can pummel me. Right. Or I'm just a big brute, like a that was fighter. Cold soul yeah. just speaking. And that's all I do. Like that's, but that's like where the imagination would come in. So some kids took it way more seriously than others, and they had yeah. like this huge backstory for their character to the point where like they right. couldn't separate themselves from it. That was another. Yeah, I couldn't separate myself from it. Really? Yeah. Who were you? Uh, I, I had a, a wizard. Oh, I love a, wizards. All right. Well, yeah, he was a very, uh, I don't know, like extremely, extremely. He was he was a misanthrope. Oh, uh, you know, he actually, he, he in, in the Dragon Quest rules, he was he was a, a he was in sorceries of the mind. There were different colleges of magic that you could take in the rules. Yeah, and he was like a mind man, so he could do things like read minds and hypnotize people and like you know make people fall unconscious and like he had some really creepy but he you know he, he could you know he had telepathy all these things Whoa. that were sort of like esp telekinesis i see it coming alive in your of, eyes right now yeah and it was uh <laughs> you're tapping into him come back know, yeah he was very you know <laughs> weird like isolated bitter character yeah and, so, and, it, and we played forever and like it just kind of like kept growing like over time like the story just got more and more complex and all the characters had their own story going on so you get you gain more experience and you become better and more powerful as you go and that's why like sometimes you get pissed because some kid would be a jerk and try to kill you off like that would be his big thing is like do whatever you can to make sure he kills your beloved character off (gasps) um and then that kid's dick no Um, i wouldn't do that guys we didn't we didn't actually have people who would do that just for just to be dick you know just to be dicky but um we had a game like it was like a I remember it was incredible because uh, it was it was the end of a very long campaign that took like a year to play, like a ma- like long, lots of adventures, lots oh. of stuff. The story is building up to this sort of climax, and eventually there were like ten players that were all sitting around the table, like you know, like, which is a lot of people yeah. to have playing this game. And at one point, and we were a team, you know, we were working together, going on this big quest or whatever. And then somebody did something that someone else didn't like. And in the middle of the fight, like he attacked him. He attacked oh. a fellow. And these are players that have been playing together for years. Whoa. And it was devastating. Oh, it was my literally gosh. like everyone at the table was like shocked. And like it was really <laughs> upsetting. And we were like screaming at each other. You know, we were like, let's go. You don't do it. He's like, he did. You know, and it like. It was incredible, and like the guy never forgave him. And Whoa. the guy he attacked uh, was an assassin, so oh, that like, can't be. Good. It's only a matter of time. It's like <laughs> I will, I will kill you. I will stab you in the back of the neck before this is over. You know, and it was it was not funny. It was just oh people gosh. were like, 
this is this is a catastrophe. And it was emotionally like devastating to everyone. It was like <laughs> Oh my god. It, it makes perfect sense. It was sense. great. It's yeah. Ridiculous. People are invested. So you've been working on this thing for Forever, years. Yeah. It's like an art project or a, a, a story you've been writing for brother of on years. brother. Yeah, oh. exactly. Oof. Ugly. That's, that's why I hate the fact that like D and D in general is just like a laughing point for a lot of people. It's, it's like it, honestly, when you're young, it's like it's a way to like use your yeah. imagination and be creative, and just sit around a table and not like spend a lot of money. Um, yeah, just a fun little creative. I respect excursion. you. know, like it, you know, kind of. I would do it. I just I think it helps keep the kids off drugs a little bit because it's a little bit of a you know since it's fantasy based, like yeah. kind of. You, you know couldn't what I mean? focus if you're on drugs. No, no, you can't really play it. It's too much to worry about Ooh. when you're on drugs. But, like, I think it's sort of like a good alternative to, you know, it's like a creative kind of fantasy world. Yeah, right. that's, yeah. you know, where you can get away from your, you know, lame-o teenage life mm. or whatever. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie Mazes and Monsters? Yes, yes, with Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. No. It was made for TV. It was basically kind of a cautionary tale. Yeah. Like not, <laughs> getting, <love> Mazes <laughs> not getting so involved in your character. This is what like, scared the parents. Yeah, this is what scared <laughs> the parents. Because he's a role player with he and his friends, and he got so into it that he thought he was his character and wore like a cloak yeah, and went he, around. He had a, yeah, he had a, uh, a, a, a psychotic voice. break. Yeah. Like he, it's a very um, early Tom Hanks project. Very early Love Tom it. Hanks. And it's like, because like when people were, when this game became popular in like the late 70s and early 80s, like parents got scared, you know, because they thought it was like It's a lot safer than the internet, like, folks. It's so much safer. Yeah. I mean, it it's really like is. a couple of kids in a yeah. basement, like sitting around a card table. I mean, it's like. Nobody's it's getting anybody pregnant. No one's getting, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It couldn't be any safer. And yeah. yet at the time, like the church was concerned oh. about it and parents are like these kids are going crazy and they they're writing these violent stories and everything and it was all just sort of it's like the safest thing know. in the world a wild night is like hey let's have some more dr pepper yeah exactly <laughs> it did get me drinking coffee at a, an early like i was drinking pots and pots of coffee we would play all night sometimes for a couple of days in a row. Oh, my God. And, like, sleep, you know, like, I've literally, like, fallen asleep at the table. We've been up for, like, 24 hours playing. Whoa. And, like, we were just... Would someone attack you if you fell asleep? No. Okay. No, we would just stop playing for a little while. Uh, I keep wanting it to get, like, uh, to the next level. That was the first part of my answer. Oh, no, you can't have another part. (laughs) It'll be really quick. The second, the other thing I was a lot was uh, Jack Flack from Cloak and Dagger. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I loved that so I thought much. I, I did too. I like I was yeah with Dabney Coleman, right? Yeah, Jack Flynn, that was funny. Good stuff. Yeah, you know, he turns around in the huge twenty sided die. Die comes out of right. Like the it's another. It fits in perfectly with what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah the big really die. Does. There's a big die because he's playing the little mm-hmm. role playing game at the beginning. Well, so yeah, those are my two. Uh, I have Vanessa. One. Yeah. Uh, what, are, what are we? Is this? Oh, the these? first, like the person you wanted to be, or you? Oh, oh, to be? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was always Maddie from Moonlighting. Oh. oh, at a very young oh, age, was I was wearing yeah. like my parents didn't know why, but I would like borrow my dad's big shirts, like little six-year-old Vanessa's right. wearing like a man's shirt, just walking around the house. Because <laughs> there would always be those shots of her like in some man's shirt walking around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and oh, I, she was hot. She was so sassy. Yeah. She was an heiress. She was smart. She had everything. Oh man, love her. She was great until they made it about the romance on that show. It could never not be about the romance. It was always goal. about the romance. It kind of was, but like at least it was more about like the well, history yeah. of the week right. for the first couple of seasons. Yeah, and then it became more about like, oh, right. 
They're hot and cold. What's going on? Yeah, you yeah. can't put that in the forefront. That's, yeah. That's always got to be in the... It's got to be the B story. That's got to be the B story. I think yeah. you really find does. several thousand women who disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Men, they don't just... No, I do did love you, the... Did you love Bruce Willis? Did you have a big Yes, but just in that. And then when I saw him in other stuff, I've been so disappointed because, yeah. like, in my head, he was him. That was it. He was, was, he was Jack. David... Wasn't it Jack? David Addison? David. Oh, Addison. you're right. Yes, right. that's all he ever was. And then you see him in the Blow Up movies, and he's not nearly as charming. I think he was his most charming in Moonlighting. The he my, was charming. The Maya uh, love of that show was uh, Agnes de Pesto, <laughs> and uh, oh, the, their secretary. Yeah, the secretary, yeah. and then Irving, then uh, Curtis Armstrong's character, um, Herbert. Lombard. Yeah, they had a little romance little romance. I, I loved that so much. It was nothing. <laughs> you're disrespecting. Okay, sorry. My character. Uh, Did you have blonde hair? Then? Yeah. When I was her? Yeah. No, I had strawberry blonde hair, but I looked just like her. Yeah. Six years old, I looked just like her. Oh, I could so, do that mad eye thing. Have you ever seen you ever see, uh, The Last Picture Show? No. Yeah, the Bugdamish movie? It's yeah. great. It's it on when she, she is probably 18 or 20 years old, oh, and, and she and is like... Naked. Really? Drop dead. Like, she's so pretty. Well, it's kind of like January Jones. Like, you can't like... There's nothing you can do. You to can't defend stop yourself. looking at the. Yeah, you're just like you were so pretty. It's mm. gonna make me, you know, go crazy. Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. <laughs> all right, we gotta get to these questions. All right. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, these are five questions about your own career. Okay. Let's see how you do. Uh, you played no. Gil. What? <laughs> <laughs> Next question one. You played Gil in the 2009 comedy I Love You Man. Mm-hmm. During the ending wedding ceremony, yep. what popular rockers known for their creative videos portray the wedding band? Uh, okay, go. There you go. Good yeah. job. Good job, one. man. I love you, man. I too. like those guys. Yeah. They're very funny. Their new videos, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so cool. good. I actually just worked on a... Um, a yeah, no, no, go, go ahead. Oh. Yeah, uh, um, my, my friend Craig Wedren, who, who also did some a little music for I Love You, Man. Right. Um, and I think he's playing with OK Go at the wedding scene. Oh, cool. Um, he's got with a shaved head. Um, anyway, uh, he just did like a, uh, a, a big sort of uh, video movie music project with, uh, I think, the director who did the OK Go Whoa. videos. Which, you know, are, I think, really creative. Yeah. And, and fun. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, where is can we see it yet? Or? Uh, I don't think it's out. I think it's like a demo of yeah. something that they want to do to 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 do it with more money. Yeah, um, that's but exciting. I did a part in it. Like, oh cool. Different. Yeah, it was really weird and fun, and yeah, it's. Uh, but it was that director. Cool, sweet little world. <laughs> All right, question two. Go. You played best man Kieran in Jonathan Demi's ensemble indie film Rachel Getting Married, mm-hmm. and I believe that's the pullover from the film, is it not? That you're wearing today. Very good. Thank you. I get all my clothes from uh, from projects. <laughs> you get nice. That clothes. was a good one too. I got a lot of clothes on Rachel getting married. You looked yeah. good in that movie. I, I was so psyched. I was like, "This is stuff I would never shell out for." <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. So Rachel getting married, in which you got to kiss Anne Hathaway, making me extremely jealous of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big wedding party features several famous faces, <laughs> mm-hmm. including what legendary B movie director producer? Uh, you mean Roger Corman? I do mean Roger yeah, Corman. Absolutely, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, uh, like many direct, you know, Jonathan Demme, you know, started off working for for Roger Corman. for Corman, right? Yeah, his first, I think, the first movie Jonathan Demme directed was uh, called Caged Heat. Yes, yes sort yes, of yes. a you know, bad women in prison kind of uh, kind of, movie. but uh, yeah, it was it was a Corman movie. 
So a lot of a lot of the great seventies directors, you know, they all got their they all you know cut their teeth, you know, working for Roger Corman. It was amazing. Yep. He taught the best. Sure did. Um, all right, and uh, question three. Yep. Two thousand seven is the ten. Yep. In which you play reporter Louis Lafonda. The ten. There you go. The ten T-shirt. On. See, like all... Oh my gosh, he really does. That. He really does. Uh, all eleven members of the state make a cameo, except mm-hmm. for one who is represented by a photograph in yep. the film. Who is it? Michael Patrick Jan. You're Very so good well. at this game, Mather. You are cleaning up. He's had no moment of hesitation. Nope. Three for three. He's like, what? Um, and I love those guys, which you've known them forever, obviously. Uh, yep. Uh, we did a the state reunion at my festival like two years ago, and it was like, one of the highlights. Like, How many of them came? All of them. All of them did. Yeah, That's, so cool. the first, like, That's hard to get them all together. Reading. They don't usually, yeah. you know. They did an hour-long sketch show, and then they did, uh, we did like a tribute where they did like a seated conversation, and Janine Graffalo moderated. Oh, right. So Great. Cool. It was really cool. Uh, all right, question four. You played an executive on an episode of Arrested Development entitled Meet the Veals. <laughs> Who played Bland's parents, Mr. and Mrs. Veal? That's a good question. Oh, the other ones were bad, according to that donation. <laughs> who played the Veals? I want to say Ione Sky. That's correct. Whoa. It was Mrs. Veal. Uh-huh. And Mr. Veal was... Um, mm, what do you do with your shirt if you want to put it in your pants? That doesn't sound anything like You tuck it in? Uh-huh. Now, like, rape that word, and that could be the person's last name. <laughs> Rape that word. You, this is not going to help okay, you at all. That was a bad uh, <laughs> uh, he's like a terrible game. He's very present in the Whedon, taboo going on he's here. very present in the Whedon universe. Um, yeah. Famous oh, redheaded actor. Famous uh, character actor, I guess you'd say. Not, not um, Seth Green. Uh, no. Like, um, he's in the original Death at a Funeral. Uh, David Blank Greer. David Blank Greer? Well, yeah, what's his middle name? I'm giving horrible. David Allen Greer? Yeah, Yeah, so that middle name name is the first name. Oh, it wasn't Alan Tudyk. It was Alan Tudyk. It was? Yep. Alan Tudyk was Mr. Veal. Sure was. Oh, I forgot about that. Tudyk your shirt in. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That sounds like, yeah, that was not helping. (laughs) Yeah, that that was worse than a hint. Yeah, it was really bad. That was a derailment. It was like bad directions. Yeah, it really was. All right, final question. And you are four for four. Uh, Which film of yours has the tagline... This game has only two rules. Do or die. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, It's a little tough. (laughs) It's not Balls of Fury. It's not. Um, It should have been. That would be a great tagline for that. (laughs) This game only has two rules. Do or die. Is it... um, um, it's not caught up. It, it is caught yeah, up. Yeah, good job. It is your wow. first IMDb credit from 1998 yep. where you play rocker. I play rocker, yeah, and I, I'm, I work in a graveyard. Um, I'm a grave digger. Whoa. And, uh, rocker the grave digger. Yeah. Did he do or not? when I had long hair. Oh, cool. Back in my long hair days, that I didn't get cast very much back then, but yeah. And Bokeem Woodbine is like, he wants Bokeem. to dig up his, his dead girlfriend. Ooh. So, yeah, that was like my first... That was like my first film job, I think. Congratulations. Sweet. Now yeah. I'm going to ask you a really hard question. Okay. I'm going to Connie Chung you. Okay. They're going to be fast. They're going to be hard hitting. Answer. Do I have to answer go. quickly? Yes. You, you prefer it. All right. Okay. Who's the skinniest celebrity you've ever met? You show me with your fingers. I tell them in beans. Go. 
What, what are you telling you me? You just pants? tell me that this guy is celebrity, and then you can show me with your fingers. Like how Probably big their arms are. It might be Janine Garofalo. And how little with your fingers? She's like... She's is that her arm? Her her arm, I you know I could probably, okay. I could probably put my my fingers around her bicep. If you had, like, oh my gosh, if you took four green pea pods like sweet peas and held them together, that yeah. is how big her bicep is. Right. Okay. <laughs> now, do people ever think you are George Clooney and accidentally make out with you? No. Okay. Uh, would you rather your name rhymed with any other tart and low calorie snack? If so, which one? Um. Uh... Um, uh, yeah, I guess I wish my last name sometimes was Glemon Pie. <laughs> that would be a good last name. <laughs> okay. De Niro. Pacino. Glemon Pie. Pie. <laughs> if you had to be trapped in a room with Nancy Grace, would you rather oh, have... Oh, God, I am. Every day I'm trapped in a room with Nancy <laughs> Grace. I'm sorry about Jesus that. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, it's like, oh, God. A, you have a choice of two weapons in the room. Having a pit bull attached to your face or something. <laughs> it's just like, it's... You can either have, A, a mad badger who has ple- pledged his allegiance to you, or a chainsaw that could potentially backfire. Mm. What do you choose? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... I, I think you know. I, I think I would have to go for the third option, and I think if you, because I think if you I think if you sprinkle salt on her, she'll oh, shrivel up. He called you so a slug, I, I bitch. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I watch Nancy Grace all the time. I, I, oh, no. I, I don't even try to hate her. In it. Like I like I'm so since my girlfriend loves her so much that I like now I feel like I love her, and I, I which is awful. You know, I mean, it's just like who have you become? I, who have I become? I don't even know. Like it's just like, oh, there's Nancy again. Nancy's here yelling <laughs> hey, at Nancy. I love the way she talks to her. Lo- have you ever seen the show? Yeah, she is. I love the way she talks to the lawyer panel. Ugh. She's like, there's a guy who's always like Peter Adam. She's like, I mean Peter Adam. She's like Peter Adam. Or uh, and there's a guy named Trey Judichai. She's all like Trey Judichai. How dare you bring that? You know, you know, as a, def- a defense attorney, you would all, you know, and it was just sort of like change it. And then there, and my favorite is there is a like there is a woman like I think her name is Jane Casaurus, mm-hmm. but she's like Jane Casaurus, and it sounds like some sort of dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah, it's like Jane Casaurus. What do you say about that? Go, like you know. Just, oh, I love it. That I'm like, what's like, Jankasaurus what? talking about now? <laughs> She's being made to talk. Oh, Dance, man. Monkey. She, you know, she is out there saving the babies of America. Thank God for All those babies have been triple bagged and thrown away like they were trash. <laughs> it's all baby murder, and it's all in Florida. You know all the baby murderers yeah. in Florida. Just like where all the old people are. Nobody's realized that little parallel except for me yeah i don't think that's I know it though murdering the babies yeah it's the kids who are taking all the pills and oh, you know okay. it's the young we'll 18 see. 20 year old mothers who are like they want to do karaoke with their friends and they, have a, the they have a baby and they're like i don't i don't i wish i didn't have a baby do you guys have a hefty they're like do you have a hefty yeah they've got my song yep they're all yeah, killing gross. their babies it's gross i have one last question yep go if there is an afterlife yep and it involves tri-rise bunk beds who do you want to be above and below you Go. I'm in the middle. Yep. You can't change that. Uh, well, I guess above me. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Um, they can have gone to hell, too. 
You can bring them back. Is this hell? No, it's an afterlife. It's an afterlife. I'm saying there is no moral anything that matters. I think above, Janine Garofalo. No dent. No dent. And below, John Goodman. In case there's some kind of collapse, I can, you know, I'll I'll be okay. You're so smart. Thanks. You keep looking out for number one. Yeah, thanks. Well, you got to. Yeah. You got to here in Mount Olympus. You're right. Because Zeus is a dick. (laughs) Those critters are everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd want a room with Boobo, but that's just me. <laughs> Boobo's noisy. He'll keep you up all night. Oh, you can't sleep with Boobo. Just in the get room. alarm clock, you know. That that would be a good oh, alarm. Clock. A Boobo that's alarm a clock idea. would be quite a good. Hey, truly is. That's marketable. Wait, what does he do? What is the noise? God, do you think? And like, it, may, it has like a little metal rattle. Yeah, like, yeah, like his little weird Ugh. wings. That would be pretty awesome. That's a pretty. Uh, that'll wake you up. Yeah. Right. Trademark. Boobo alarm clock is copyright 2010. <laughs> Cole Strand, Vanessa Reglin, and Mathers Eggle. Just in case. Good uh, work. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, guys. Yeah, this was very you. fun. You're great. A lot of fun. Thank you. Um, do you have any projects coming up? That uh, boo, boo, boo. Um, well, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I, I'm in the middle of shooting a, a season of a, a show called Delocated Ooh. for uh, Adult Swim. Cool. Nice. Um, We've shot six episodes and we're shooting six more in the summer. I don't know when it's going to be on. It might not be till towards the end of the year. Well, we'll join your Facebook. But fan it's season two. With it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's a hilarious show. It's yeah. a really good show. That's awesome. Excellent. Are, are you on Twitter, Mather? No. No. So don't follow Mather on Twitter no. because he's not on there. It's an imposter. No. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks so much for being on. It's thank been you, a lot guys. Of fun. We love you. It was, it was really great, great to meet you. Too. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can follow the podcast at PMC Podcast on Twitter and check us out on iTunes. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.